0: This is a Squeeze podcast, where your shortcut to being informed.
1: Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris,
0: and I'm Danny Kavanaugh. It's Thursday, the eighth of July.
1: In your Sport Today, the Wallabies' great escape, Federer bows out, Australia's flag bearers are unveiled and Origin 3 has a home. This is your Sport Today. Danny, the Wallabies kicked off their international season with an unlikely win after the siren in Brisbane last night, beating France 23-21 in a result some are calling a robbery. Danny, they didn't actually commit any crimes, did they?
0: Technically they didn't, Sam, but they did steal this one. France were up 21-20 when the full-time siren sounded and just had to safely negotiate a line-out to secure the win. But a series of bad passes turned the ball over to the Wallabies, who tried to crash their way over before they received a penalty right in front three minutes into stoppage time. Halfback Noah Lalisi made no mistake to give the Wallabies the win and a 1-0 lead in the three-match series.
1: France will feel like this one got away from them up there in Brisbane. Uh, They led 15-0 in the first half. For the Aussies, they clawed their way back and pinched it at the death. Willoughby's coach Dave Rennie said after the match that his boys showed a lot of character but can get a lot better. The two sides meet again next Tuesday at Melbourne's Amy Park. Roger Federer's quest for a ninth Wimbledon title is over Danny after he was knocked out in the quarterfinals overnight. He lost in straight sets to Poland's Hubert Tukash as world number one Novak Djokovic rolled on through to the semi-finals.
0: It wasn't pretty watching for Federa fans. Sam Fed lost the first set six three, then the second in a tiebreaker before bowing out six love in the third to his Polish opponent that is fourteen years his junior. It was the first time in 13 years Federer had lost a set to love and 19 years since he lost in straight sets at Wimbledon. Federer turns 40 next month, so who knows if we'll see him back at Wimbledon. Novak Djokovic isn't going anywhere, though. He'll face Canadian Denis Shapovalov in the semifinals.
1: Well, number one, Ash Barty takes on Germany's Angelique Kerber on Thursday night, looking to become the first Aussie in the women's singles final since Yvonne Gulagong-Cawley in nineteen eighty which was also the last time an Australian took out the women's title. Win, lose or draw? Actually, you can't really draw in tennis. Well, Barney will be off to the Olympics after Wimbledon, but it looks as though Nick Kyrgios won't be joining her in Tokyo, Danny.
0: Not if you noticed a story on his Instagram account, Sam. He posted a pic of his rehab and training routine and in the top corner wrote his next tournament is the Atlanta 250, which takes place at the same time as the Olympics. When asked about the Olympics at Wimbledon, Kyrgios said he didn't want to compete unless there were full crowds and he can roam around the village. That certainly won't be the case at the Tokyo Games.
1: Sadly, it won't, Danny. While Kiros looks like he won't be there in Japan, we know basketballer Paddy Mills and swimmer Kate Campbell definitely will be after they were named Australia's flag bearers for the opening ceremony.
0: Yes, Sam, this was a great honour for the two proud Aussies who are going to their fourth Games. Mills is the first Indigenous Australian to be named flag bearer, while Campbell was presented with the flag by swimming legend Dawn Fraser in Cairns. For the first time in Olympic history, each nation will have a male and female flag bearer at the opening and closing ceremonies. The Australian team also unveiled a new Olympian's Oath for all past, present and future athletes. It's all about respect, representation and the pursuit of excellence. We'll pop a link in the episode notes so you
1: can have a look. Today's trivia question, Danny, is who was Australia's flag bearer at the opening ceremony of the 2016 Games in Rio? I'll have the answer at the end of the show. Meanwhile, there are still concerns about the safety of the Olympics. Two staff at the Olympic Village tested positive for COVID-19 last week, and there is a decision set to be made today where the crowds will be banned altogether.
0: At the moment, local crowds of up to 10,000 or 50% of venue capacity are allowed, but that could change later today at a meeting involving the Tokyo Governor and IOC President. COVID cases continue to rise in Tokyo, which has forced the torch relay to be pulled from public roads. Instead, private flame lighting ceremonies will take place.
1: This comes just days before restrictions were going to be eased in Tokyo and three surrounding prefectures. But reports out of Japan suggest the quasi-state of emergency will be extended for another month. Under those restrictions, alcohol can be served until 7pm, but restaurants are asked to close by 8pm. So if you're hungry, get in early. This is a dream week for football fans. Danny, it's the semi-finals of both the Euros and Copa America, the football championships of Europe and South America. As we record, England are taking on Denmark in London, but the other three semifinals are done and dusted.
0: Okay, let's start with Copa America, where Brazil will face Argentina in the final on Sunday morning in Rio de Janeiro. On Tuesday, Brazil beat Peru 1-0 to advance, while Argentina downed Colombia 3-2 on penalties after scores were locked at 1-1 after regulation and extra time. The final pits Neymar against Messi as Brazil look to defend their crown. Argentina, they're going for their 15th Copa America trophy.
1: As for the Euros, the winner of Denmark and England will face Italy in the final after they, like Brazil, won their way through in a penalty shootout. Spain's Alvaro Morada scored his side's only goal but missed a sudden death penalty kick that saw the Italians advance. Now get this, Danny, Italy have not lost an international since September 2018, a 1 0 loss to Portugal and enter the final on a 33-match unbeaten streak. It's just crazy. The Euro final is on at 5 a.m. Monday morning, Australian Eastern Time. Those of us in Sydney, Danny, got some bad news yesterday that the lockdown will continue for another week. It means Game 3 of this year's Rugby League State of Origin series will be moved out of Sydney, but the good news is it isn't going too far.
0: That's right, Sam. It's going just up the road to Newcastle. The NRL confirmed the move on Wednesday after the New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian extended Greater Sydney's lockdown by a further seven days. McDonald Jones Stadium in Newcastle will be a 75% capacity, which means up to 20,000 fans could be there to watch the Blues go for a clean sweep. The pandemic saw Game 1 in Melbourne move to Townsville and there's been more venues shuffling Sam.
1: Yeah, there has, Danny. Friday night's NRL clash between Souths and North Queensland has also been moved to Newcastle to comply with the Queensland health orders. And in the AFL, the Giants have been forced to move their home game out of Sydney and will face the Suns in Ballarat on Sunday.
0: Ooh, that's going to be a cold game.
1: Danny, it's time for Catch This, where we mention the stuff that caught our eye or what's coming up. And yesterday, the first trailer of the Naomi Osaka doco on Netflix dropped. It's out next week and looks unreal. We'll pop a link in the episode notes for you. What have you got, Danny?
0: For me, Sam, it's all about what happened in the ring. Tim Zhu left Stevie Spark in a crumbled heap after another ruthless display of prize fighting in Newcastle last night. Within three rounds, Aussie boxing's golden boy demolished the challenger with a ruthless barrage of brutal body shots. Zhu remains undefeated and now wants a world title shot, which could be in Russia next year, the birthplace of his famous father, Costa.
1: Now, that would be something. All right, I think that's us for today, Danny. But before we go, the answer to today's trivia question, who was Australia's flag bearer at the 2016 Summer Games in Rio? That was cyclist Anna Mears. Okay, that's it from us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you tomorrow.